Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to season two of The Closer. This will be our second Major League Baseball season, and I could not be more excited of some things to come for The Closer, continuing to grow, hopefully getting some uh, some shirts made, some stuff like that going here soon. Appreciate you guys tuning in. On the uh, schedule tonight, it's going to be me and Matt Lowell. We're going to discuss uh, the flood of extensions that have been happening um, recently, we're also going to preview the NL East and the AL West, as well as talk about some, uh, opening week reactions and stuff like that. So, uh, sit down, um, or wherever you are listening to this podcast, hope you enjoy it. It's going to be a good one. But before we get started, make sure you head on over to tailgatesportsentertainment.com. Check those guys over there. Um, you can read some good sports articles. You can also check out me over there. Um, been writing some division previews across the major leagues so if you want to be up to date on baseball you can find me there uh follow the closer on twitter at closer podcast and follow myself on twitter at justin rayleigh underscore 15 so guys thank you again for joining us and let's get right on into season two episode one of the closer like i said we are back matt lowell once again in the house just me and matt matt how's it going it's up, season two, episode one, right? It is season two of the closer. How about that? Been around for a season now. <laughs> Big season premiere, huh? Hey, yeah, it's got to be. You know, I'm gonna have to send you a closer shirt once I get them finished and uh, finalized. I'm still waiting on that, Justin. I've been waiting all summer. We're gonna I get. I want a closer tank top and like a closer, like snapback flap rim. That would be dope. You know, maybe throw a decal in there too. Yeah, something like that. So, extensions upon extensions on extensions. Oh my gosh, is anyone ever going to be a free agent again? I know, they're like extending extensions. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, it's almost like football where no one's going to hit the free agent market. Yeah, all the teams, they better lock up their guys or else it's going to be like, uh, it's going to be like sharks in the water trying to go after the few free agents that there are. So, Mike Trout, 12 years a and $430 million. Almost half a bill for Mike Trout. I think they broke it down to dollars made per second. I think it's like $63 per second or something, or $63 per minute. Yeah, I think he makes it's, like a grand per at bat. It's like, it's laughable. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm over here making 10 bucks an hour at my job, and Mike Trout's making 63 bucks a minute. It's freaking crazy, is what it is. So thirty million. He blew Bryce Harper's deal out of the water. Yeah, one less, uh, one less year, and a hundred million more dollars than Bryce Harper. Talk about just a smack in the face. Wait, so so Trump was twelve years, and Harper was thirteen. Yeah, a right? hundred more million dollars. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I suppose it's good for him. It just kind of sucks because he's still. I feel like he's still kind of stranded in L.A. I feel like the team is going to be more of the same for the next five years or so. I mean, it's not like they have a star-studded farm system. They're just kind of stuck in mediocrity. So, Mike Trout, he's going to go down as an angel for life. But, I don't know, I feel like he might have a pretty quiet underwhelming. Well, not underwhelming, that's the wrong word. But he'll have a... His career won't be in the spotlight, I should say that, as compared to... 
the Bryce Harpers and the, the Mookie Betts of the, I was, the MLB. I honestly was very surprised. Like, yeah, I was too. I, was, I thought for sure. Yeah, I thought for sure he was going to be leaving the Angels. Yeah, I mean, I thought he wanted to win a little bit more. I thought he'd want to be traded because the Angels, honestly, to be to be frank, they haven't really put that much of an effort into building a playoff roster to like help out Trout in his prime. So I assumed that he was going to like turn that into. All right, well, I'll just take my talents and leave and go somewhere else. But, I mean, when you offer someone $430 million, it's kind of it's kind of hard to turn down. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah. I don't remember the exact numbers, but I saw someone calculate basically the last few years uh, the amount of money a player got per uh, win above replacement. And when you multiply Trout's projected uh, wins above replacement over this 12-year deal, um, and then multiply that by the value of war placed in free agency. Trout's underpaid by two hundred million in this in this deal. Yeah, but that's I don't know. That's kind of a wacky stat. That's what insane. About, what do you think about the war stat? It's all right. I don't hate it. Yeah, I mean, what do they what do they do? Is it basically the how many is wins? It kind of like plus, how, mi- is it kind of like plus minus in basketball? It's like how many wins you are uh, worth compared to your replacement level player. How do they determine your replacement level player? Like, if you're injured and there's a replacement, is it they've taken those wins and losses into a giant let's, spreadsheet or something, or is, is it more arbitrary? Let's see. Hold on. Calculate. You don't have to get into the nitty gritty. I, I was just wondering if you if you knew how it worked. Cause... Off the top of my head, no. But okay. let's see. I just know that like sabermetrics guys and analysts they they love that stat. It's very complicated. And I think it's too complicated to get into on a, uh, sh- a normal podcast. Yeah, maybe we'll make a, a special. I'll make a sabermetrics pod. Diving into the nitty gritty of sabermetrics. Which we'll I could do like that. Two, we'll have like two viewers for that. Yeah, probably right. So moving along to the extension train, Alex Bregman, five years, a hundred million. So that uh, buys out his three arbitration years and first two years of free agency. That's a that's a solid deal for him and a pretty uh, friendly deal for the Astros, I think as well. It's a fantastic deal for the Astros. I think it's um, well. The whole theme. I mean, we're obviously going to get into this, but all these teams extending their guys technically before free agency and before um, they fully reach their potential. It works on both ends because obviously the team wants to lock up their guys that they project to be superstars. For as long as they can, for as little money as they can, and on the flip side, it's a win for the player because they're guaranteed. Maybe it's not 250 million, maybe it's 135 million, but it's still a huge chunk of change, and they don't really have to even prove it. Like, I mean, we'll get into it, but Eli Jimenez, he like, he, barely, he hasn't even played in the majors yet, and he's already kind of extension. So yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, that that's true. Um, I like the deal. Yeah, no, I like the deal both ways. Point, I love that extension. I love that extension. I love it both I, ways. Like I think it's good yeah. for him. It's good for the Astros. Um, yeah. They're they're saying you're our guy, and we're gonna pay you like it. And we're gonna keep you around. And he could be an MVP as soon as this season. Oh, absolutely. So. He's a, he's a, he's already a star, dude. I really think he's gonna have a phenomenal year. 
Um, I like it. I like the deal. So on to the next one. Like you mentioned, Eloy Jimenez, six years, $43 million with two club options, which is crazy because this guy hasn't even had a major league at bat. Has he? No. I don't think he's had one at bat. I mean, he's been tearing up the minors. He's been hitting like three, 360 in the minors or something absurd like that. But, but yeah, think about that. Six years, $43 million. If he turns out to be another, I don't know, name any prospect that's reached his potential in the past couple of years. Like, that's such a steal for the White Sox. But what if he but turns out to be a Jason Hayward? For Eloy Jimenez, it's great for him because he could like, do jack shit nothing and still make $43 million. And he could, be a, he could be a complete bust and like Jason Hayward and the White Sox not lose anything. Or like Byron Buxton or something. Because this is... Uh, like this is Buxton signed a deal like a couple years ago for $43 million. Something like that. So, I mean, it's not yeah. it's not hurting either side. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Eli, he, he's going to safe route rather than betting on himself. But, hey, I would, honestly, I'd probably do something similar. Oh, absolutely. I mean, even five years from now, he'll be what, like twenty. Well, he won't even have. He won't even have service time completed, so it's not like he's really uh, losing that much money. I mean, it would take him to arbitration if he was in the big leagues right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he still will have plenty of room for a big ass second contract. So. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Blake Snell, five years, fifty million. What a deal for the Rays. This guy just won a Cy Young. I know. I was about to say, especially after a Cy Young win, he just had an electric start tonight, too. I mean, I, I stopped paying attention because of this, but when I last checked, it was six innings, 12 plays. Absolutely lighting it up. People thought he was going to take a step back this year, but I don't know. He's got he's got a sick arsenal of pitches, and he just, he's a beast. He's Snellzilla. I love him. He's on my fantasy team this year. Is he? Huh. My team, my team's looking nice. I don't know. I hear that. I hear that. So, do you have Ronald Acuna? Nah. Willie kept him. He was able to keep Acuna in the 18th round, which is a steal. Oh, absolutely. So, so yeah. let's see. Blake Snell, seven innings, 13 Ks. How about, I mean. And maybe, and maybe going for more. Who knows? It's that's a. That's such a great deal for the Rays, though. That is just a Rays deal. Yeah. Like, that's a Rays contract right there. That's that's great for the Rays. I mean, yeah, Blake Snell's going to get paid $10 million a year to deal. Um, again, team-friendly. Moving along. Another ace, Cy Young winner. Five years, $137.5 million uh, for Jacob deGrom. Which, Five years, seventy million. Uh, hundred and thirty-seven. Oh, one hundred thirty-seven. Okay, my bad. It is that is a deal. First of all, did any of us really think right now that Degrom would be a Met after about July last year? At July last year, did we really think Degrom was going to last the entire offseason with the Mets? No, absolutely not. I thought that they would be sellers. I thought they would start selling off their big pieces and try to kind of push the the window of competition down the road because of the. The division was so tough, but but hey, they didn't. Uh, they hired Brody Van Wagen as their GM, and that dude is coming in trying to win right now. And uh, that De- I mean, good for Degrom to get paid. Um, good for the Mets. I mean, it's not a terrible deal. So, you know what? 
DeGrom is getting paid to shove it like he always does. And uh, he is he's r- quickly rising up to me as to be what, if not the best, one of the best pitchers in the game right now? Oh, easy. Top three. Easily, yeah. Paul Goldschmidt, five years, $130 million with the Cardinals. I could, you, I figured this was going to happen after the uh, Cardinals got him from the D-backs. Like, I figured that it's a lock. They're going to sign him. Yeah, I love Goldie. So, that's a great move. Uh, he's a, uh, a pretty low-key sneaky this year. That's a pretty intense division. But I think the Cards are going to be uh, I think they can either – I think they'll be very well in the, in the hunt for the wild card spot and then within striking distance of the division. He's just a great player to have, dude. The guy is such a consistent hitter. Um, I mean, he hit, he's already hit four home runs. Yeah. He hit, hit three. He three day, right? Yeah, he had a three homer day on yeah. what Friday? Something like that. Yeah. So, the dude just uh, he's good, back, baby. Good for him. Oh, he's back. Now, Chris Sale, five years, one hundred fifty million dollars. I don't like this deal. How come? Uh, I think it's, it's like decently cheap. So you, I'm assuming, let me guess, are you going to say something about him being skinny and his delivery and his breakdown and injury and I think, something like that? I, I just think I would have maybe gone three or four years, not five. Uh, I don't know how healthy he'll be at the end of this deal. Yeah, but I mean, to like to lock down a guy of that caliber who could demand so much more money, maybe you had to tack on the extra year to get him on that kind of like per year basis, per year salary. And maybe you you're right. Had to, to help him out a little bit more and, and maybe sacrifice a couple extra years that you didn't really want to. I mean, they did the same thing with David Price. At like the end of David Price's contract, he's going to be ass. But, I mean, you paid for, like, these next three years. Let's hope he's healthy and pitches this year like he should. Um, so, we'll see. Let's see. What we got? Justin Verlander, two years, $66 million. Good for him. I mean, the, he shoved it last year, and the Astros rewarded him for it. So, uh, um, not sure how many more years Justin Verlander has in the league, but he's, know, at le- he's a tank. He just keeps on chugging. Yeah, he does, dude. He keeps shoving. He's got, like elite seasons too. Like good. Cy Young caliber seasons. Oh yeah, good for him, dude. The guy is yeah. top five pitcher in the game, if not top three, top four. Yeah. I'm telling you. Let's see what we got next. Kyle Hendricks, four years, $55 million with the Cubs. Not a gas thrower, but a crafty guy. Um, this deal, I, I don't really have a problem with it. I, I don't necessarily hate it because I like Kyle Hendricks. I think he's a great pitcher. Um, so good for him to get paid. And uh, the Cubs, man, the Cubs are going to be in some money troubles here shortly. Yeah, I think the Cubs... I don't know. They're, they're a weird team right now. They're just this is a big year for them. Like they gotta they gotta kind of take a step forward and prove it. Chris Bryant has to get back to being elite. Javi Baez has to put it together for another season. Like if they if they actually want to keep up in the in the NL and just and just baseball as a whole, like they need to have a big year this year. Yeah. Deep playoff run. Question for you. This report came out uh, March 20th, around there, that Mookie Betts turned down an eight-year, $200 million extension with the Red Sox and doesn't plan to sign anything until he hits free agency. What do you think about that? I mean, I totally expected it. Like, that's, 
when you're on the caliber of Trout and Harper and, and obviously better than Machado, and those guys are raking in 350 plus million. Yeah, uh, I totally understand that. And honestly, as a Red Sox fan, this is my take. I'm thrilled with the the Bogart signing. That was a good deal. Absolutely. And honestly, I would rather take the money that they have or that they're able and willing to spend, spread it throughout the team, sign Benatendi, Devers, um, like all your, like maybe one tier below Mookie. And if you lose out on Mookie, that's it's not the end of the world. Resign JD, build your team around him. Like you have Sale, you have Bogarts, you have lock up Devers. I'd rather have like those four or five guys rather than like two or three of them and Mookie on a $400 million contract. I mean, that's just, that's just the way I look at it. I think Mookie, he's a great player. Love having him on the team, but as to commit to like 12 years, like 380 million or something ridiculous like that. I don't know. I just, it doesn't really sit well with me as a Sox fan. Question. Let's say Mookie has a crazy good year again this year. You think the Red Sox throw something at the $300 million plus mark to him? Um, do I think the Red Sox will? I think so, yeah. I think this year is probably... This is kind of his money-making year. I mean, obviously last year was like an MVP season. Like insane, insane numbers all around. Um, but, I mean, if you go back one year before... His numbers weren't as good. He hit under 300. It was like probably 270 or something. Like it wasn't even close. Let's see. So, I'll, I'll actually pull that up right now. But yeah, unless you can consistently pump out like these kind of Mike Trout seasons, you shouldn't get Mike Trout money. So that's the way I, I look at it. Well, in 20, let's see, 17, he hit 264. Yeah, see what I mean? Like 264 going, obviously he took... A huge step forward, probably part and thanks to J.D. Martinez. But, um, yeah, I think that's um, that's kind of the risk with Mookie Betts. And, and obviously, I'm, I don't want to be the one to say it, but he really hasn't shown up for the playoffs in the past four or five years. So Let's talk. That's, that's on the table, too. Okay. Let's talk my guy, Ronald Acuna. I think you're going to lead off with Ronald Acuna. I was, I was not going to lead off with him. But eight you years. Kyle Hendricks before you talked about Ronald Acuna. I had to let it. I didn't want to be too completely biased. I wanted to let you it. You also wanted to just soak it in and let it marinate. Yeah, dude. I was sitting in class today when it broke, and you talk about getting hyped. It was awesome. Eight years, hundred million dollars, which begins this year. They also have an option for twenty seventeen or twenty twenty seven and twenty twenty eight. So basically, Ronald Acuna Jr. will be an Atlanta Brave until he is 30. 2028, Jesus. He will be a Brave until he is 30, and he will only be making about $12, $13 million. That's absurd. What a a steal. What a deal for the Braves. And and, in Acuna's press conference today, he said he loves Atlanta. He wants to be here for a long time. So that's awesome. It makes me super happy. That we lock him up and we don't have to worry about that. Um, we got Freddie Freeman in for the long haul. Um, All these players, like these young guys, they're gonna be pissed in like six years when they they're putting up ridiculous numbers and getting paid paid like twelve mil a year. We got. Th- and I read this too. 
Acuna has, uh, in his entire career, including sponsorships until now, only made about $800,000. He just made $100 million guaranteed. He just made $100 million guaranteed. Yeah, that's true. And it's also the whole guaranteed aspect of it that it's a different element than other sports, let's say. I mean, when you say, yeah, he signed like $100 million, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a discount, and it's it's a great deal for the Braves, but it's also guaranteed, so he kind of preserves any sort of... If like, he... He, he, minim, he um, like minimizes any sort of risk. If he breaks his leg right now and never plays again, he still gets his $100 million. Yeah, so that's, that's definitely a smart financial decision. Oh, yeah. I, I love it both ways. I'm glad to have him around. Super glad that the Braves could get him pretty cheap. And uh, it doesn't hurt the Braves when it comes to future spending. Because the 400 pitchers they have, they're going to have to sign eventually. They're going to have to sign Albies eventually. Um, Freddie's deal ends in four years. Three years. Yeah, three. And um, so Albies eventually is going to want some money and get paid. So... Heck yeah, dude. The Braves, I think, are in good shape right there. So, <coughs> excuse me. Let's talk AL West a little bit before we go on. Um, kind of preview it. I wrote an article about it recently. The Astros are going to win the division. Any uh, contradicting thoughts there? It's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty hot take, Justin. Is it is, isn't it? It's flaming. When did you write that article? I wrote it uh, two weeks ago because the NL East one came out this morning. So, yeah, I wrote that one two days ago or two weeks ago. Let me guess. Is it Astros, Athletics, Mariners, and then Rangers? Uh, I believe you are correct there, sir. As I am pulling it up now, it is Astros, Athletics, Angels, Mariners, Rangers. Oh, true. Angels. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to say that the Athletics are going to topple the Astros this year. I think the Astros, I mean, they're coming back with a little bit more fire after losing last year. And obviously, they got Correa hopefully healthy for a full year. So they'll be pretty nasty. And then the Athletics, they overachieved a ton last year. So They signed, they, they signed Michael Brantley, too. You see the Angels coming second this year, actually. You think so? Okay, ride it. Well, I and then I um, in the A's article I wrote a little bit more. They uh, acquired Jerkson Profar, which I think is a great deal. He had uh, 35 doubles last year, and in the uh, Coliseum that you can see that number shoot up to 40, 45 doubles. I don't really like Jerkson Profar that much, and I didn't either until I mean he had a great year last year. He's moving into a ballpark that could flourish for the kind of hitter he is. I actually like the deal. Yeah, I mean, but it's pretty low risk. It's a pretty low risk deal. But but now you got to deal with uh, uh, Matt Olson being hurt uh, with a uh, hamate bone on his wrist or hand, like uh, Freddie Freeman had a couple years ago. Is Sean Manaya out with um, Tommy John? Uh, he's still out. Is it Tommy John? Is he out for the year? Uh, I don't think it's Tommy John. 
Let's see. How long is Shamanea still out? Or is it the same injury that like Matt Harvey had? The, the he had a thing. he had shoulder surgery, and he is in rehab now. Let's see. Uh, he's pretty. He's pretty uh, vital to there. He had surgery any, on. Any sep- chance that they have at making the playoffs this year? He had surgery on September nineteenth, twenty eighteen. So let's see. He should be. They have no updates. Um, yeah, well, if he's injured for a large portion of the season, I think that that will definitely take a huge toll on the athletics. That'll hurt. Other than him, they they got Mike Byers still. Uh, yes. And then. The rotation right now looks like Mike Fires, Marco Estrada, Brett Anderson, and Frankie Montas. And then they'll, uh, they'll have it. They'll have an opener, but then they uh, also have prospect Jesus Lazardo in the minors. The lefty, he's filthy. Um, I'd expect to see him soon. But uh, the Angels obviously will be the Angels. Uh, Otani will be a DH once he is cleared to start hitting again. Um. They added Cody Cal- Cody Allen, closer, former closer for the Indians, to see if he can bounce back this year. But at the bottom of that division, dude, I still think the Mariners aren't going to be very good, even aside from how they played the first weekend. Uh, the Rangers are going to be the Rangers aren't going to be great. The Mariners will hang around until July, June, July, and then they'll fall off. I picked him up off the waivers. They'll definitely definitely fall off a little bit. How about, uh, let's go NL East. I actually, I bit my tongue and I, uh, article came out today. I have the Phillies winning the division and the Braves winning the wild card. How about them Phillies? I know you do. But it's okay because don't think I won't be upset if the Braves win the division. And don't think I'll be surprised if they win the division over the Phillies. Sleep on the Nationals either. Honestly, I think huge season from Trey Turner is coming up. I agree with that, 100. percent And I think people are gonna kind of embrace their roles a little bit more with Bryce Harper gone. I think. I'm not saying he was like bad for the clubhouse, but I don't know. I think that the production might be spread out a little bit more evenly. Guys might get a little bit more limelight and kind of thrive in their roles. So. I mean, they, they still have an elite roster, and obviously getting Pat Corbin going into this year, it's another ace. Maybe a healthy Steven Strasburg. Like, there's a pretty solid chance that the Nationals make the playoffs. I can see. Say, win the division, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a tough division. Like, I think it'll be a fight until the last day. That would be insane. I could see that happening, though. I'd be cool with it. I mean, as long as the Braves are in and the uh, play-in is not for that. Yeah. Then I'll lose my mind. What's, what's the Braves record right now? You guys have one win or two wins. They are uh, one and three. Yikes. 
Hey, man, it's the first week of the season. One and three, Justin. Hey, the Red Sox got spanked by the Mariners. I don't want to hear it. That's a .25 winning percentage. Red Sox got spanked by the Mariners, sir. You want to know what one-fourth of one winning percentage is? Let's see. How many games is that going to be if they win 25% of the season? Hey, buddy, it is freaking... 40 games. You guys are on a 40-game win pace. It is, an April, it is April 2nd, sir. And the Red Sox are 1-4. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, they've been pretty rough. I haven't really but, been looking too good. Two hot takes. I don't know if one of them is not necessarily a hot take. Josh Donaldson, going to have a fantastic year. I hope so. He's on Dan- fantasy team, too. Dansby Swanson, 280-25 home runs. What, so all the Braves guys are just going to go after this year? Uh, I'm not done yet. I'm just saying. Uh, I just thought, Dan- I think Dansby Swanson is going to have a great year. And he's finally going to be the guy the Braves want. It really, I mean, he, he, the dude never played a full year in the minors. He has yet to play a full season healthy, and now he finally will be. So I think he's just destined to play well this year. He's a top guy, too. He's a top prospect. Well, I mean, he was the number one pick in the 2016 draft. Exactly. So, also, um, let's see. I had Pete Alonzo for the Mets. Hit his first big league homer uh, the other day. He's going to have a pretty solid year. Mike could see a little early rookie of the year prediction there. Um, I mean, I don't even know who else he'd be like competing against. And the NL for and the uh, the Marlins are crap. Can we agree on that? Huh? Can we agree that the Marlins are crap? We don't even really have to talk about that. Yeah, no, I'm saying who other for rookie of the year in the NL? Is oh, I have no. Uh, you're gonna have Tatis. You'll have Tatis to compete with. Uh, you'll have Chris Paddock, also a pitcher for the Padres, and possibly Victor Robles from uh, the Nationals, a center fielder. That's if he gets brought up. Yeah, and then the AL's got Eloy and, and Glad Jr. If they get brought up. Well, oh. e- Eloy, Eloy is in the big league roster right now. He's actually playing. Glad will absolutely be brought up this year. I hope so. Uh, Eloy is playing for the White Sox right now. He made the opening day roster, so we'll see how that goes. So, um, the Marlins—they're bad. I said that in the preview. Um, did you see the crowd at their uh, opening day and day two games? Was it over under twenty six people? Honestly, there were more people in the dugouts. It was bad, dude. It literally looked like a, it was awful. Anyway, moving along, our final segment. Do you have any opening week reactions? Anything like that that stood out to you? Um, I mean, I think for like players, I guess I think we're gonna have big seasons. I kind of confirm that. I mean, I think Trey Turner is gonna have a like breakout, unbelievable season. Let's see. I think the I think the Rays are like a very sneaky good team. I think there could be three teams out of the AL East that uh, that make it into the playoffs. The Rays are good. I like the Rays a lot. The Rays are good. They had they took uh took the series against the Astros. Oh, big season for Cody Bellinger too. Agreed. How about uh? Trey Turner, my two big breakouts. 
Christian Yelich with four home runs in four games to start the season. Yep. Could that, be MVP watch. That dude is an animal. It's could, not too early to talk MVPs. And could he win back to back MVPs? That would be crazy. I don't know who's who's the last person that did that. Trout. Uh, it would have to be Trout that I could think of. Did Trout win back to back? I think so, right? Let's see. MVP awards. Barry Bonds. Let's see. I believe it was Trout. A Ron, maybe. All right. Let's look. We've got. Um, oh, we were both wrong. Miguel Cabrera in 2012 oh, and 2013 God. won back to back AL MVPs. And in 20, uh, 2008. 2009, Albert Pujols won back-to-back MVPs in the NL. And from 2001 to 2004, uh, Barry Bonds won four MVPs in a row. Four MVPs in a row. Steroids are a wonderful thing. Yep. But yeah, other reactions, I think the Indians are looking pretty bad. Lindor hurt. He's going to be out for at least a month. Lindor, Lindor hurt is going to... Destroy them more than I think everybody initially thought. Yeah, they they're not looking good. Um, so that division could be up for grabs, maybe Twins. I I, I wrote in the article my NL Central or AL Central preview that the Twins could uh, contest contest a little bit. I hope they do or contend a little the bit. Indians, they've been they've been like riding smooth for the past couple of years, and it's kind of, kind of it kind of sucks because you know they just have a super easy division. But now, the, the playing field is evened out a little bit. Yeah. Um, so. As far as that goes, that's about all I got. Guys, it was the opening weekend. Don't overreact. We still got 158 more games left to be played for your team. So, it's going to be okay. Unless you're a Marlins and an Orioles fan, then you might have something to worry about. Or not really worry about because you really don't have any expectations. Would that be right? Yeah, just keep your eyes set on 2027. Hey, exactly. Think about the future, that's free, baby. That's a big free agent class, 2027. <laughs> uh, all right, Matt, that's all I got for tonight. Appreciate you coming on. You got anything else? Nope, that's it for me. All right, we'll see you back next week with Season 2, Episode 2. Hell yeah. All right, man, appreciate it. Matt Lowell, guys. Uh, again, thanks to him for coming on. Thanks for listening. That was episode one of season two of The Closer. We got some big things in the works, some big plans coming up, so stay tuned for that. Uh, also, check out The Closer. Wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you subscribe. Leave a good review. Uh, it means a lot to me. means a lot to us. Uh, we work hard on it. Um, and the more you do that, the more we can do and uh, hopefully make this a job in the future. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Check out the closer on Twitter. Follow myself on closer or follow myself on Twitter. Follow the closer on Twitter and be sure to check out tailgatesportsentertainment.com. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next week on the closer. Peace.